I'm just gonna do that the whole show. That's all I got for you today. It's I'm, to do it. I'm so I'm just it's been it's been a day. Okay. I have had I've had a day. All right. I need some spa time. I need some me time. I I just I just need I need a little I just need a break. Okay, guys. Could you light a candle or something in here, please? Something relaxing. Bottle the bubbly, you know, would be nice. Some mimosas. Something relaxing for our audio audience. Tell us where we are, Levac. Where, where do you want to lay down right now? Oh, we're in, we're 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 at the MVP Arena. We're at the home of the Albany Empire. Uh, we are we are feverishly working to to prepare the season for you. Sixty days till the first game, the home opener of the season. Um, we will be hosting. All right, this might most people might not know this yet. Right, we're going to be hosting the Carolina Cobras. Sure. Little little change. It was going to be the Jacksonville Sharks. Uh, we decided to go. Uh, we'll beat you later. We want the Cobras for game one. So Ooh. we're going to get the Cobras for game one. Uh, that's April 23rd. Get your season tickets now. 518 714 2200 extension 101 or 105. We really don't care. Just call anyone. We'll sell you tickets. Um, <laughs> we just want people here. You know what I mean? We just want people here enjoying the game. That's what we want. Cheer on the Empire. So 60 days away, kick off the season days. Um, and uh, we got Coach Manas coming up on today's uh, show about uh, if for those of you watching, seeing that we are in the Empire offices, uh, welcome. Uh, for those of you listening, we're in the Empire offices and Coach is going to is going to dial in. Um, he's a slightly older gentleman. So asking him to use StreamYard is going to be very interesting. <laughs> he goes like Zoom. I go very similar to Zoom. Just he's going to send you a link. You click the link. I click the link. Yeah, you just click the link. You're in, Coach. Better be that easy. I emailed him and just didn't hear back. I got no questions. I'm like, we're going to see how this goes. I think it's going to be fine. And I got some questions about some roster ads he's already had. I'm going to hype up some players. I'm sure coaches love that preseason before a player shows up that they haven't put any work in yet of how great they are. So (laughs) I'm sure that'll tick him off. That's okay. That's my job as a media member. He loves his guys. He's one of those like coaches famous for the love your coaches, like your players. He loves his players. He does. He's a big softy. That's what Coach is. Big softy. Here, uh, it's, a, it's a Tech East Tuesday, even though we're at MVP Arena, and it is a Feel the Love February show. It's the last one. Last chance to win some flex tickets to check out an amazing game for the Albany Empire here at MVP Arena. Feel the love. It's right here, lower. Feel it. I would play the song from The Lion what? King, no? but we don't have the rights Do to that. Do you feel sick in the stomach right now? All right, that's better. Good. Change the lyrics. Yeah. Beats the same. That works. The same. I can do whatever I want. What do they what do? Do, do? Back? do? You, you ever... haven't even done a show until you get a season assist. You haven't even done. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't received a season assist, are you even on air? Is it even a thing? Come on. I'm not risking that. But all right, here's what you do. Tech East. Yeah. You go there. Facebook page. You like it. Yeah. And then you leave a comment on this video that's on there, and you have a chance to win Empire Flex tickets. I would, uh, I, I, I would love if the comment was, you know, thanks, babe. That's what I would love. That's all I ask. I don't ask a lot. I like that. Did we, you see that today? 
no. I spent I spent a good chunk of my day working with Christina, the hood choreographer of the Albany Empresses, getting them their gear they need, making sure we get the boots and the shoes and stuff like that. Um, I'm a dance mom, yeah. Uh, so the one website where we ordered it from, it ends with "Your order's on the way." Thanks, babe. So now, like um, our buddy Hal from Fox, <laughs> Coach Hal, he's he's texting me a few times today, and every one of them has ended with "Thanks, babe." Every single one of them. So if if uh, anybody wants to say "Thanks, babe." I'm open for it. Feel the love. Right. Feel the love with this babe over here. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'll take any compliment I can get. I don't yeah. care if it makes sense or not. Uh, I don't. Later in the show, when we do Q&A to end of the day, we've got some weird comments from our weekend show. I thought, you know, it's a great idea. Let's try something different for the weekend. We'll <laughs> tape the show. We'll see how the react. I'm going to save some of those bizarre comments for later in the show. That okay, you good. and I have had good. some farm animals. Uh, some people want, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'll just leave it there. That's what's happened. Over I don't know if you days. can just throw farm animals out there as part of Field of Love February and not elaborate slightly. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Gonna... No matter how bad I want to know, you're not going to tell me, huh? No. All right. I'll move along. Just keep it, keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, Levesque, I want to get to this before we get to coach. I know coach has already, he's connected. He's good. I don't know if we want to jump on it early. Do you want to go early? We can. It's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. I don't make coach wait. Coach, coach Ross waits for no man. I said, Hey coach, what's going on? We're, we're, we're in this weird now. Like the way this is set up. Hey fellas, how you doing? Good seeing you. I just took over the getting there with God's thing because that, that worked better, but we'll we'll kick it back. Uh, coach, it's uh, it's good to see you. I know you're over there in uh, in Michigan getting Michigan. the thing together. Um, the I want to I want to give you kind of like an overview of what I'm hearing from a bunch of different people. Uh, you've signed every person who's ever put on a pair of cleats and caught a football or thrown one. Uh, so how many people on the roster right now for the Albany Empire? Uh, actually, um, we're at 35 today um but with the, before we go any further are you in my office <laughs> what the hell i mean <laughs> i mean it's i mean you're aren't you in your office technically i mean it, 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 yeah when you okay. left you said please don't go in my office without your pants on i have pants on so <laughs> okay i might have to get a new chair but okay yeah we're all right <laughs> yeah we um well you're closest to the wi-fi so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, we're at 35 players right now, um, but um, a couple things. Like I, I told the coaches early on, um, we're going to get some grief for signing, you know, the number of players we're signing early. But mark my words, we're going to lose players the closer we get to the season for whatever reason. Um, some, some young people, um, decide to stay home and, and they got a good job and they don't want to leave their families. Um, some guys have aspirations bigger, um, than, than the empire. Um, uh, whatever the circumstance, we're going to lose players. So we lost, um, and, and upgraded, if you will, uh, about four or five players, uh, about a month and a half ago. And then we replenished, and now we have the USFL draft today and tomorrow, and we have five players on our roster that are eligible to be drafted today or tomorrow. So if those young men go, um, we have another five that we'll be bringing on um, that we have on our board right now. So, um, you know, last year, Jeff, we had we had two weeks to put a roster together. Right. And um, we did a pretty good job 
Um, we were fortunate in a lot of respects. But this year, when you have almost seven months, you, you want to make sure you do it right. And so we built a roster um, that I think personally could beat last year's team. Right. And and that's what every coach aspires to every year to build a roster that's better than the one you had previously. That's not taking anything away from the 2021 guys. They were fantastic. But we want to keep evolving. And with Ironman football, you're you're recruiting a different athlete, you know. Um, so that that's where we go. I love it. We got Coach Manos with us right now. It's a it's a it's a Techies Tuesday, but we we have invaded your office here at the MVP arena. There, there's one signing in particular, Coach, that I think fans, especially here in the Capital Region's eyes, might have lightened up a little bit hearing that he's going to be on the Empire Squad. Antoine Grant. I want to make sure I pronounce that right because sometimes the spelling gets a little thrown off there. Former Atlantic City Blackjack from the previous Arena Football League, then a Columbus Lion who played really well against you guys. Now he's a part of the Empire. Take us through that sign and what it can mean for your offense in 2022. Well, as you know, we re-signed Darius Prince, and um, the knee-jerk reaction after signing the best offensive player in the league last year is, okay, we're all set. We can stop. <laughs> um, but what the one thing that got me was actually um, it was a podcast I heard. And somewhere it was middle of the week, um, that week I signed uh, Grant. And someone said, you know, these guys, these quarterbacks, uh, I think they had just signed Mason. Uh, Columbus had re-signed Mason, Espinoza. And I started going through my papers and I said, well, who's left to sign from a wide receiver standpoint? And one of those guys I looked up was Grant, who was still a free agent. And um, I thought, boy, if we could put him next to Darius – um, how special could that be? Um, including, you know, we have Jordan Williams, we have Epps, um, we have uh, another young man, Joe Powell, who from Oklahoma that uh, has played wide receiver and DB um, at a very high level. So we're we're looking at it, and I'm thinking, well, let's let's let let's get Antoine signed. And we'll see if, if he's interested in coming and working with, uh, you know, our quarterbacks and, and Darius and the other receivers. And he couldn't have been more. I mean, it, it was just such a smooth negotiation, smooth conversation. He's very articulate. He's bright. He knows what he wants. Um, he gives you all the, you know, all the tangibles that a coach looks for in in your conversation so it was really a, a you know an understanding now that being said um and you know he expressed to me that he was putting his hat in the ring for the usfl and i said well i understand that but um you know if you don't get drafted in the usfl um are we somebody you'd consider and he said oh no coach he goes you're you guys are it i want to come and play for you and I said, okay, well, go ahead and sign with us. Um, of course, we'll wish him well the next 48 hours. Um, but if it doesn't happen, he'll be with us. If it does happen, he'll go to the USFL. If he goes to the USFL and things don't work out, we retain his rights. He comes back to us anyway. 
So how could I be, you know, how couldn't I sign him? You know, it was a win-win for that young man and for us. Coach Madoff's with us right now. And, and Coach, it's – forgive me if I'm if I'm mistaken on this, but aren't we still basically a, a defensive team? Like the amount of talent you have on the defensive side of the ball this year is phenomenal. Even though you've added to your Air Force to, you know, 2.0, the defense looks phenomenal. Yeah, well, um, Coach Ware, uh, our offensive coordinator, um, who I think is the best offensive creator coordinator in indoor football, let alone the NAL. Um, Coach Ware is, uh, him and I battle all the time. And I said, you know, I'm getting all these receivers for you. You're getting all the guys you want. You're getting the quarterback you want. You're getting all this. And I said, but, you know, the defense is building, you know, because I had already, I started with the defense early. There's a reason for that. I'm the defense coordinator this year. So (laughs) I was just going to say that. Uh, Who's our DC? Yeah. So really, although I'm not in charge of the checkbook, um, I do have access to it. <laughs> so so my thought was, um, you know, let's build a, a really great defense this year. And then um, I know offensively we're going to be we're going to be successful. But let's let's concentrate early on on the defense, which we did. And um, I'll tell you what, man, we're going to be hard to beat. We really are um, both sides of the ball. And a lot of these kids uh, have gotten, you know, since we've signed them, they've been working on their craft, playing both sides of the ball, training and whatnot. And we're going to camp here in a few weeks. So anxious to see how they compete. And the crazy part about it is out of these 35 guys, we're going to have have to have 10 of these guys go home that could probably start for every other team in the league. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun pair down for you when you get to it when you get to dealing with camp here uh, in the cap region. Um, it, it has been so much fun to watch you put this team together. I, I love like I'll run into people in supermarkets and gas stations. And it's like, great job signing Darius Prince, and I'm like, thank you very. much. It was hard work. <laughs> it was like, and then I'll instantly go, no, no, coach, co- the you know, Coach Manas and and his crew, they do all the roster. That's why the roster looks so good. The rest of this. You know, if you want to start doing this stuff, it probably look a little better as well. But um, I don't think so. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be here soon, and we're we're what we're 60 days away from the home opener, which means we're about what 38 days away from camp, something like that. Yeah, I mean, um, I got so excited. I I I think that today we talked about it, and I'll be there in a week, and um, I'm coming in early so to help button up some things and. And just make sure that when the coaches arrive um, around the 21st, um, everything's done and we're set and ready to pull the trigger. Um, Then we'll have about a week of privacy as far as coaching goes, where we can get ready. And then the players are set to report April 1st. So uh, I know I spoke to Mike and you earlier, Jeff, and I know I think we talked about maybe doing something, fan something during the course of camp where the fans can come out and either watch or practice or get a chance after practice to be around the players and meet them. Cause we've got some, I mean, we've got my Jamaican, Jamaican bobsled sprinter, you know, guy that, uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, McKenzie, um, you know, I just can't wait to see that kid run. You yeah. know, is, uh, he, is he actually too, again, I, I know I asked you this already, like between you and I, but in, in public, is he too fast for a 50 yard field? I, I thought that until I saw his 40, which was 4-2, and I said, no, he's just perfect. 
Yeah. He ran a four- the Raiders haven't signed him yet, huh? Okay, all right. <laughs> he, ran all right. A, he ran a clocked electronic four two three forty. And I, I, I thought I was impressed until he told me his hundred meters was ten point nine or something like that. Ridiculous, you know. And and he holds he holds three high school world records. I mean, you know, two. So um the thing about him is uh, the way it started, <laughs> funny story. He said, I get a lot of clips from yeah. guys. Okay. I can, I'm getting good at rap music because all of them have rap music on it. <laughs> so uh, I, I got a clip from him and it was grainy and it was uh, okay, but you know, I couldn't really tell. So I kind of blew it off and I didn't look at it for about a week. And then I got back to it and I was cleaning up my, my inbox and I saw it again. So I said, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I watched it. I thought it was CGI. I thought it was CGI because I thought the defensive backs that were guarding him were put in ultra slow motion and he was put in fast motion. And um, these are D1 and D2 defensive backs that he was breaking their ankles, running by them. He took off just to run a deep post. And as soon as he took off, he was 15 yards past the guy. (laughs) And I thought, you know what? I I want to give this kid an opportunity. You know, I want to, you never know where that diamond is in the rough, right? And the worst case scenario, best case scenario is the kid does great, makes the team, and, you know, he's a story. Worst case scenario is the kid got a chance to compete for a job on a professional football team. And, and you know, no coach in America is going to say no to that speed, bringing a guy into camp. You know, um, it, it's just uh, it, it's just silly. But we got stories like that all over the place, you know, with these guys. Um, the nice thing about it is a lot of our fans, I hope, are recognizing a lot of the names that come up when we've signed them. Um, they're very successful athletes and they've done a good job. So I, I kind of I just want to see this kid in high motion one time. Like if he's at full speed at the line of scrimmage oh. Oh, filthy nasty. I just can't wait. I have so many more questions for Coach, but I feel like the broadcast for this season, I want to save some of these storylines for the broadcast. I can't wait to find out more about these guys' so, personalities. So and No, so it's not selfish. selfish. I color need, commentary I need, over yeah, here. Yeah, I need, I need some color commentary stuff for the season, so I cannot wait for Coach to arrive and have Nobody all Nobody watches stories. our crappy podcast. Ask him whatever no, you want. No, Nobody I'm will know good. by then. Coach did a great job there. I can't <laughs> wait to see Coach coming up very soon. So. No, that, the thing about it is, is that, um, you know, you want to be able to tell people, um, you know, that we we've done a good job as a as a staff, as a team. Um, when you get ready to go to camp, you want to feel like you've done everything right. You know, um, I equate everything in my life. Uh, I use military analogies all the time because of my background. And, you know, one of the things I told the coaches today is, the last thing you want to do is you don't want to show up to camp and not have the right ammo or not be ready to go. Um, as long as we're in the fight and we've got the ammunition, we there's no reason we shouldn't accomplish our goals. Our goals are very simple. We want to go 14-0. and 0. We want to have the highest scoring offense. We have want to have the lowest points allowed defense, and we want to win it all. That's our goal. Anything other than that would just be minutia. We're just, you know, for the sake of filling space. No, that's our goal. If we don't achieve our goal, we fail. So we have, you know, we're hard on ourselves. So all these guys that 
uh, get on the social media and say, sign this guy and sign that guy, and, you know, bring back this guy or bring back that guy. Sometimes they just don't know the whole story. You know, um, we have players that have approached us that want to from last year that wanted to play and had very hard, honest conversations with them that um, two way playing makes this game not right for them, you know, and that if they feel like they want to continue on, we'll do everything in our power to help get them on a team that doesn't have two way Ironman roles and, and do that. But so it's not because of want or likable or fan favorite. It's just because they may not fit what we're trying to do. So and that, that is one thing, like big compliment to you, Coach Manas, is, is I've, I've, been in the room while coaches from other leagues, other teams, whatever, have called and asked for your, you know, your help or players have called and said, look, I know I don't work there because you've got X, Y, and Z. Can mm -hmm. you help me? And you've always extended, you know, your phone book to them and helped them get in touch with the right people. So, um, it, you know, it, it scares me as a guy who wants to, wants to watch everything win, but I love when it works, I see how it works and it, there really is nobody else in the league who can say anything except for the fact that if they call you for help, you give it to them. 100%. Um, I, I'm old school, and that's that's how we coach. Um, I can't speak for other coaches, but, um, you know, we have a lot of coaches like that, actually, uh, that are left. You just don't you, you don't really hear about what they do behind the scenes. And I read an incredible article about Nick Saban today um, with uh, there's an 80 year old defensive line coach that he calls every year to brings him in as a consultant to help him to help coach Saban, you know, and then coach Saban will call another team and say, Oh, you got to use this guy. He's the absolute best. And he's been doing it for 30 years with them there. You know, it was a great article. So, you know, my biggest thing right now is trying to keep people, um, you know, understanding that our final roster is dictated by a lot of factors. And right now, the biggest factor is the USFL draft. Yep. Okay, it's it's not other teams in the NAL. It's not other. I if anybody signs one of our players in another, you know, from our team last year in the NAL, it's because we didn't want to sign them. Okay, um, and it's nothing personal against the player. It's just it didn't fit what we're trying to do this year. The only thing that we're working on now is getting through this USFL thing, which. I was in the USFL when it was the USFL and we were owned by billionaires and we still went bankrupt. So um, <laughs> good luck. In the New York times today oh. uh, or maybe yesterday it was uh, Fox is not the majority owner of the USFL. Right. They're, mi they're minority owners in the USFL. Right. And it's funny how they came out right before the draft. They really hold that back as long as possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, all all this time everyone's thinking, "Oh, Fox owns them. They're going to get great." And it's you know what? Any opportunity for a young man to keep playing football, I'm 100% behind. I'm 100% behind it. And if the kids want to explore the USFL, um great, you know. No pun intended, but you got to love Birmingham, Alabama. Because that's where you're going to be for the next 12 weeks. So um, I hope it works out for them, and and I do, and I mean that non-sarcastically that they get an opportunity to keep playing ball. And if not, I hope they come home to Albany. 
Love it. All right. Well, coach, we'll see you very, very soon. Looking forward to it. Excited to have you back in the cap region. And, uh, you know, I'll let, I'll let your good friend Roger Weiland know you're going to start calling the show soon. Uh, and all those other people that are ready, you're ready for them. So, well, Weiland wants you on. I think he said like Mondays at 10 30. So I'll let him know you're going to be around and maybe we'll, maybe we'll even sneak up on him a couple of times. He likes that. There you go. It'd be, it'd be my pleasure. And, uh, Get out of my office. All right. I, I'll leave you with that. I, I just I don't remember where I left my underwear. As soon as I find those, <laughs> I will I'll try. <laughs> make sure you shut the lights and close the door. All yeah, right. I got like four, I got four cans of Lysol. I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. Coach, we'll see you soon. All right. Take care now. Bye. <laughs> you too. There he goes, Coach Tavanaz of the Albany Empire. He's I, he, we were talking today, and I'm at, you know this, I'm at stress level 75 because this is, this point last year, I was still doing a sports talk show and all this work was being done. So now I'm seeing it. I'm trying to get it done. I was talking to them. I'm like, coach, how'd you get this done? Where do I do here? Whatever he goes, LeVac, I'm coming. I'm just going to get there. I'll help you. I'm like, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Boots on the ground, baby. Let's roll. That's right. Coach's arrival is not the only thing happening very soon. How about the Lily and David annual wedding band event? My friends over at Lily and David, there's my wedding band right there. there Just a few years ago, I was at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, and now you can as well. I stop in all the time, get the great gifts, whether it's anniversaries, holidays, the big Christmas gift. Now, March 4th and March 5th, guys, the wedding band event. If you've already proposed to the special somebody and she's your fiance, now you've got to take the next step, save some cash with this wedding band event going on. March 4th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and March 5th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their new location, the Shops of Wilton. How about this deal for you? Buying one, get one free special. Or if it benefits you more, you buy one 40% off. I'm telling you, they're going to do the math for you. Whatever benefits you more, trust me. For some (laughs) of that's God's fear. (laughs) Do I have to, like, am I the one who has to decide, like, come up with a number that's the discount? Because if that be the case, I'm just going to lose money. So can you do that? Please, somebody, Alyssa, help me. (laughs) Somebody here, help me. The Lily and David annual wedding band event going on at their new locations, the Shops of Wilton, March 4th and March 5th. For more information, check them out on Facebook. Lily and David Fine Jewelers Facebook page. Two for one wedding band. I did it. I took advantage of the sale. Guys, if you're prepping for your wedding, do that same thing. Mark down your calendars for those things you're checking off. Wedding band event, March 4th and March 5th at their new location, the Shops of Wilton. When you stop in there for the wedding band event, or even if you're celebrating that birthday, holiday, anniversary, more, Tell me you heard it from LeVac and Goss here on the show. I, I just envision, so you know Alyssa, I know Alyssa, I love her. Like, you're talking about just a no-nonsense, like, but, like, a guide. You know what I mean? She, yeah. like, like her confidence is infectious, and her sitting there telling you, like, okay, this if this is your budget, this is what we're looking for. If your budget's over here, this is, like, she's so she's so good at just getting things done. Should we get a championship again? I want her to come in and measure ring sizes. Ooh, Can you imagine okay. her with some of these players? Like, just give, just give, give me your stupid finger. Get, get, <laughs> get out. Get your get out. It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be perfect. Get the hell out of here. Beat it. <laughs> Good. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I have that happen. And you know what? You go in there and say, "Hey, if the Empire win a championship, can I?" Can I order my ring here before the players and coaches even? Don't start ordering your own ring crap. I've done with that. That's no. No, Don't do that. I like Drake for the Raptors. I I order the rings. That's it. I order the rings. That's that's it. Um, that's, that's the end of the story. Right, right then, right there. Uh, all right, let's, I, I think this is a stupid question that you've asked. I'm going to put it up on the banner. Aaron Rodgers is a weird guy, right? 
no, he's completely normal. There's nothing wrong with him at all. Like he's, I'm just salt of the earth. Oh God, he stinks. <laughs> he is so terrible, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers, right? I'm all excited today because because of my schedule. The wife and my son are back in Syracuse. She's got some time off from school, so she's visiting some relatives today. So, like, you know what? I'm gonna move my schedule around for editing. Blah blah blah. I'm like, you know what? Rodgers just went on social media and has this long post on Instagram about the gratitude, about how he feels about everybody and blah, blah. So it's basically like somebody announcing they're going to retire. Okay. Yeah. Or somebody's leaving the Green Bay Packers. Right. Doesn't do it. He goes on the Pat McAfee <laughs> show. And if McAfee and Rogers are in on this together, like they're trolling people, great. Because their viewers were through the roof. Everybody's waiting for Rodgers. You can imagine every NFL reporter with nothing here in mid-February. Like, ooh, I'm going to be the first right, to tweet it. Right. I'm going to live tweet Pat McAfee out of the gates. McAfee asked him a question, and Rodgers is like, I'd just like to say right off the front, I haven't made any decisions about anything yet. Like, <clears throat> okay, you troll. My <laughs> God. Could you I, make can it you blame him, though? Yourself? Yeah, but hold on. Like, I actually, of all the stupid and annoying things that he does, this one bothers me the least. Because the trolls on the internet, because the people who say the most terrible things ever, because the jackasses who never let one little morsel of negativity go, the fact that he got them all, good, good. You're just mad because you had your tweet written. Yes, it is. You, yeah, you, <laughs> you had Rogers retires, hashtag Godzilla Media. Like you were ready. Okay. Check it, tune in, Levac and God, say 430, Tech East Fire Water Restoration Facebook, uh, Godzilla YouTube, as well as the Empire Twitter to get our response to Aaron Rodgers retiring. That's right. And then you had to race it. It's like a save draft. Like it is. it's in there still. So I'll save for next week if he goes back on. He's I watched um I actually watched some of the Saturday Night Lives recently, and they did this whole thing on like the social media campaign that Russia's using about the uh, the Ukraine. And one of it was like, Hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers. And it's like this whole thing, like I'm NFL footballer, Aaron Rodgers. And they're going through it all and they're like, How'd they get a guy that looks so much like Aaron Rodgers? No, we think that actually was Aaron Rodgers. And it like caught me because he is he's weird enough that you just imagine if they were like, hey, you can host Ukrainian or Russian Jeopardy if you do this video for us. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, why not? As well, it's Jeopardy. Like, Jeopardy's Jeopardy. Yeah, like in, in the weirdness, like that's exactly something up. The weirdness of Rodgers, and I think weird is the right term. He talked about his two-week yoga meditation cleanse he was on. That's why he decided to go to social media and post about shut up. No, you, you just love attention. You love when people talk about you. By the way, this cleanse that Rogers was talking about, this two-week cleanse, according to reports, it involves three days of glee therapy, which means you evacuate on both ends, a therapeutic vomiting, laxative therapy, three days of herb drops in your nose, yoga and meditation. Like Many a- days of enemas. Yeah, that was on there, too. So... <laughs> You realize that if you put therapy after something, it doesn't make it okay. Vomit therapy is still vomiting. It's actually, I think it's called bulimia, to be honest with you. Like, and as somebody like, and here's TMI for everybody, uh, who just did a colonoscopy. Look, I'm clean. Trust me. You don't need to do the vomiting and everything else. It's all out. You don't have to. I still don't think everything works right yet. The plumbing is still on their own. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it was you've heard of Blitz Creek. It was like Shits Creek. I don't know what. I don't know. Eugene Levy's kid was in here. It's Shits Creek. I don't know. It was bad. Like that does not sound good on uh, any level. Like because you got to make sure you're taking probiotics and everything too. Because you have good bacteria that you lose in situations like that. Listen, I'll give you health advice. I'm morbidly obese. I know what I'm talking about. 
If you ever want diet advice, just start talking about losing weight around fat people. We will we will light you up with all the information you don't need. Those who can't do teach kids. I want Aaron Rodgers to just knock it off, man. And maybe he won't. Maybe this is his whole thing. Like he's gonna drag it and drag it on for the next two months. Like, oh, just on and on. Is he ever gonna retire? Is he not? Then he got on there and said, like, well, you know, I'm gonna make my decision soon because the best player at a certain position, number 17, has got to get franchise tagged or not. So I gotta decide whether or not I'm leaving. Okay, then do it right now. Then what what is this like hype up next time on the Pat McAfee show? Da, da, da. You know, they have like the old daytime drama op- yeah. you know soap opera music playing in the background will aaron decide to retire or will he not donna shaneline woodley's left him what Has about shaneline yeah they broke up they're uh they're all done if, if if divergent and rogers can't make it in this world who can who can i mean really i thought Ooh. that was a real one i thought that was gonna be good um i my my dream for all of this, as anyone who's ever listened to Levac and Gaz, whatever it's come through, whether it be radio waves, you know, YouTube, uh, you know, is in the background of porn. Um, I love chaos. I love chaos. I hope that because Denver hired Nathaniel Hackett in hopes to get Rogers, Rogers stays in Green Bay, but does it in such a way that it, it ticks off Parker and he leaves for Vegas. So no one gets what they want except for Vegas. That's what I want. That's that's what I want. I wanted that. I want no one but me to get what they want. For once, I want to be the one who gets what I want. I want. You know what? I, I'm okay with that theory. Here's my least favorite theory. Okay. Because of the Rodgers contract situation now. Just everybody I, just goes back to Green Bay? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't want Rodgers to leave Green Bay and, like, they put out this press statement, like, Aaron Rodgers done all these things for us for 15. They basically cut him, right? They basically say, we can't, we're done with the right, Rodgers stuff. Right. If you guys thought the Favre thing was bad, look what Rodgers is doing. If right. you thought, I'm going to retire, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to just kind of tease at it. And then Rodgers, like, day after day, well, you know, I've thought about the Denver politics. Well. I thought about the state of Tennessee. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, my. Just just enough. This is not shut up and dribble. This is not I don't want to like mix sports and politics. This is just a guy parading around with a forum every day. Like right. it's just bizarre. It's not good. I don't even know if I want to start criticizing McAfee at this point. He's getting his. No, he's, he's doing his, his job. Yeah. He's doing his job. Uh, question for you, though. Everything you just said about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to go to Tampa Bay? Like I said, he's a great quarterback, and he should play for Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if you go? Can you imagine you go from you know you you've got Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers. You went from years of like, you know, I was your quarterback, and now it's like two of the greatest. Right, right, right. He in won't a row. do it. It's too much about Brady. It's not about him. He won't do it. Uh, Ryan McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers did yoga and ayahuasca on a retreat. Did he also buy one of Gwyneth Paltrow's scented candles at the gift store? Um, I, he might have done it through Uber Eats and then ate it, and then now everyone's mad. I don't know. That was that commercial. I can even joke do like do the weed thing, like he hit something. Like he's so beyond being high. I like, don't even I've know heard people is. talk about high Alaska. Do you do you smoke it? I don't know what you do with it. You neither. I don't either. Like I have no, I have no, no idea. But no, you know what, Rogers, wherever wherever he lands, he's probably getting a great realtor. 
And that's why he should get a hold of Cindy Martin. That's right. Cindy Martin, part of the Jen Karam team over at Howard Hanna Realty. Uh, she works locally and globally with, with listen, she's got a network of the best inspectors, attorneys, whatever you need to get in the home. And she'll work with other states. She'll help them out. She's good like that. That's what she does. Uh, Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com is an email. Make sure that you uh, you hit her up because she is amazing. She's, uh, she's a cancer survivor. They just honored her at the Firewalls game. Oh, very cool. Which is very cool, which, you know, stole my thunder because we were going to do that uh, coming up for the Empire Tackles cancer game. You still can. Okay, good. I, was, I, was, I, I just needed somebody to approve it because then I felt weird. Um but you can call her up 518-932-5558, 518-932-5558. She is the best realtor, 17 years of survivor. If she kicked cancer's ass, imagine what she can do for you selling or buying your next home. Cindy Martin, Howard Hanna, Howard Hanna Realty. Uh, she is uh, looking to you know be your realtor, take good care of you. When you're one of her people, that's what she does. She takes great care of you. Are you ready for a future? with hashtags ampersands and equal signs on jerseys because the yankees are about to retire yet another number 21 out of here baby paul o'neill the warrior paul o'neill the 21 about to be retired um is there i mean like there was a time when you watched spring training and if you saw a 99 if you saw like if you saw like 70 and up you're like that dude is not making the team like that's he's got to move heaven and earth and now like the one of the best players in the Yankees is 99 and it's, I think it's by necessity to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, are you, are, how do you feel about Paul O'Neill getting his number retired? Not great. By the way, I walk by a lot of those little home run insignias and Camden yards, you know, when the long ones end and they got that like, like brass yeah. home run. And it says who it is. A lot of them out there say Paul O'Neill. It's true. He, he <laughs> this is one of Griffey put up on the house. You know what? Never mind. Uh, here's the thing with Paul O'Neill, right? Really good Yankee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, if I had asked you, like, who would know how to do ayahuasca, would you think Ryan McCarthy? No. You brew it like tea. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Supposed to be uh, uh, hallucinogenic, or so I've heard. You've totally done it. You, you, you liar. You've done it. You've done it. You might have been doing it last night when we were on your podcast. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we're on to you, Ryan. We'll get to you later, yeah. Ryan. Don't you worry. Hippie. We got some questions about You're you. Hippie. Look, Paul O'Neill is now going to be mentioned in the same breath as... Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Derek Jeter. And I'll just stop there. We could go along further. You know, all the people who are out in Monument Park. Is Paul O'Neill on that level of those players? Because if we're going to put Paul O'Neill out in Monument Park, and this doesn't offend me as much as maybe some Yankee fans are being offended by this today, because I've seen uh, some of the comments and people are questioning this. Look, you. If you start stacking Paul O'Neill's resume up against other Yankees, is he as good or is it just about championships? I mean, if that, that's it, that's it. Because he was on these successful 90 Yankee teams and he was a part of the, not even the core four, right? Like he was a. No, because core no, four grew up in the, right. in the organization. Like, he was just on the team and he was a contributor. So I, there's going to be other guys who are far better than him, but this is, I'm surprised they decided to do this. It, I am. Considering who else is out there, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Like it, I, I like to joke about it simply because of the fact that, like, again, you're running out of numbers. Like you are legitimately running out of numbers to put on jerseys. But the Paul O'Neill saga of of the Yankees is one of my favorites. Like he, I, <laughs> I loved Roberto Kelly. Like he was the center, speedy center fielder. I thought he was gonna be the next Ricky Henderson. Like I thought he was gonna be the guy who was going to steal bases and, you know, table set and all that great, and maybe hit with some pop. 
and it didn't really start to come together as fast as you would like. So then I find out that they're trading him for Paul O'Neill. Now, a day, days before, I don't remember exactly how many, a day before this trade is announced, Paul O'Neill has one of the biggest blunder plays in the history of baseball where he's like kicking the ball, his hat falls off, he's kicking the hat, he can't get the ball. Like he just, he looks completely inept. And then they trade one of the guys I was hoping was going to pan out to be a great for him. Paul O'Neill came into to pinstripes with me one eye on hatred. Like I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And won me over so fast. He's one of the few athletes that doesn't fight that gets the nickname, the warrior and you're good with it. Cause he just, all he did was go out there, string great at bats together. You know, he was a focal point of what made that team so good when you had so many superstars and they still played like lunch pail baseball, like take pitches, work the count, get on base, do all those things. I love that guy for it. So I think he does deserve to be recognized. It's just, again, it's one more number. He's already in monument park. Like, you know what I mean, like, well, I don't know what else you need, but I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Cause it's Paul. And he's one of my favorite broadcasters on TV since Phil Rizzuto. Cause okay. it's crazy. Uh, see, I like that last part there because that's, that's kind of what it seems like here with Paul Neal. He just seems like a really likable guy. Like everyone, I've never heard anybody bash Paul O'Neill. I've never been like, oh, you know, he's he's the sure. worst. He- right. You weren't born yet when I was doing it. Yeah, like I, I get it. Like you're talking about like how he was a baseball player and all that stuff that led to what happened where he is now. Like personality-wise, people seem like they want to be with him. Now, look, look at that 90 Yankee team now, by the way, though. Just ripping through some of these names quick, right? Joe Torre, the manager, Bernie Williams, Jorge Posada, Andy Pettit, Derek Jeter, Paul O'Neill. That's about everybody, right? Did I, did I miss somebody in that 90s Yankees team? Because maybe that's the reason it's really getting retired. Because when you think about those 90 Yankee teams, uh, Mariano Rivera, by the way, is in there yeah. too. Rivera's yeah. in there as well. He's a little bit before that because of the retirement timelines and everything else. That's about everybody. And maybe that's why it really was a, Paul O'Neill's getting retired. Yeah. It was a dynasty. No, I, again, I think I think you he's a, he's a good. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't know who didn't like Paul O'Neill. Like, there's players that, like, all right, growing up, my buddy, who also his name was also Jeff, loved Don Mattingly, and I was like Don Mattingly's okay, but he loved him so much. I like you know me. I got to be a dick if you like somebody <laughs> that much. I got to hear. I loved Ricky Henderson, so we would go back and forth. He would tell me how crappy Ricky Henderson was. I would tell him how crappy you know the Hitman Don Mattingly was. You know, I, we don't even mean it, but it was just it was a thing. Nobody dislikes Paul O'Neill. You either like him or you just ignore his existence. No one dislikes him. And now that we're getting back to a point where. You know, hopefully it, everything pans out and we have baseball. There's my favorite thing. What's going to make me watch baseball on TV again, as opposed to listen to it on the radio in the backyard with some with some bourbon and a cigar, is there's nothing better than they show cookies or something on the camera. Like somebody's being delivered cookies to a suite or whatever. And then it's like three, two, one, Paul O'Neill. Where do you think those are going? You think we can get some of those over here? Like, <laughs> I would, I would love some cookies. Like, he just gets, like, he loses. The game means nothing to him all of a sudden because, like, he, you know, he's clearly got ADHD and he wants the cookies. It reminds me of Scooter, Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto would do an entire, like, he'd be like, uh, so there we are. We get the best cannoli, but the three, two pitch, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we get, you know, he would just, and he would not talk like an inning of baseball go by and he would just tell you about cannolis while whoever's doing play by play is sitting there going, uh, three, two pitch. It's uh, it's lined up the middle. It's a base hit to first. And that's when we knew that that was the best cannoli we ever had. And what, like, 
I love there's something about that. It's like watching the game with your grandfather. Like it just makes it more loving, more friendly. And Paul O'Neill's got that vibe. Yeah, and you know what? When you look at through the overall thing with Paul O'Neill and what happened for the Yankee organization, we have to remember this is not the Baseball Hall of Fame or any other type of that. This is an individual franchise honoring players that are great. So, like when I heard this term "watered down," no, they didn't water it down. Like you've said from the lead of this conversation, they've already retired a bunch of numbers. They've already honored a bunch of players. This is what the Yankees want to do. This is what they've decided. So, like if we talk about individual franchises honoring people. I think the Miami Heat retired Michael Jordan's number. They did. They, they never played yeah. for the Heat. There are some franchises that have retired the number six for their fans because they're the right. sixth man or the twelfth right. man. I know it's a Texas A&M thing, but and the Seahawks as well. So this idea of retiring numbers or honoring people, or, that's individual fan to fan and, and fan base to fan base and all that stuff. So it's almost hard to do that because this is not a Hall of Fame. So do I think Paul O'Neill deserves to be mentioned with those other Yankees? No. But here's the other issue when we move forward. He had success. Like when you start stacking up guys like an Alex Rodriguez or an Aaron Judge mm -hmm. or other Yankees who could potentially win MVPs or Cy Youngs, Garrett Cole, you could toss out there. What it really is cool about the Yankee Monument Park is championships. I know yeah. we mentioned Don oh, yeah. Mattingly. That's a little different. But right. that's what the Yankee standard is. Okay, if you win championships for the Yankees, we will take care of you. And that's the coolest thing you can think about as you're a fan of that team. And, and I guess one of the reasons I love guys like that, you know, more than you obviously are an Orioles fan, so you don't know what this is, this success thing. <laughs> but the, to see the guys, you know, for the, the length of time that Don Manley played and the level when he was healthy, he played out for the Yankees, him not to get the ring. You know, the, the years and years I watched, you know, Dave Winfield and, and Jesse Barfield and, you know, Dennis Rasmus is out there and all the Gaddy's out there. Like all these guys were like really, really good. And they didn't get it done. And then this group of Yankees with the homegrown talent, the core four, as well as bringing in the guys like the Paul O'Neills, it worked. I don't think it works with a guy like Paul O'Neill. So to see it, to go to go from the, oh, great, another year of my dad taunting me because I love the Yankees too much and I want to cry when they get bounced from the playoffs and they're a 500 team to like, wait, you want another one? <laughs> wait, we want another? We're another? Oh, this is what it felt like? Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. So I'm, I'm my only fear is the day that that we we see like hashtags ampersands like the like your kid's hand art on the back it's a, right. like it's a giraffe or whatever Prince symbols yeah. yeah yeah because you just no numbers left or triple digits and one other thing real quick on the O'Neill thing this outrage if you want to call it that I think it's more of just generating conversation with Yankee fans of what the social media blowback is isn't A Rod's be way worse. Like, if A-Rod ever got Monument Park honored, I feel like that would be oh, far more. Oh, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. And, and, what's, and what's fascinating about the A-Rod thing is that Andy Pettit's out there, and he Ooh. admitted he cheated, but A-Rod also cheated. was more successful, at least statistically, than Andy Pettit. But I, I agree but with you. But the way like, they admitted it, too. Like, yeah. Like, do I believe Andy Pettit copped to a lesser crime? Sure. Sure, I do. But he did it. Hey, they told me, take this, you get back on the field faster. So I did it. That's what I did. I, there's, you gave me, you, you ate it. You said you were wrong. Did you tell me the full truth? I don't know, but I don't have a reason to look deeper because you admitted you were wrong. David Ortiz. Uh, maybe you just do that. Big poppy. You could just admit that you cheated. David Ortiz, big poppy. Boston Red Sox. <laughs>
Nate Ramirez, all of you. Um, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Nothing big. Well, before we get to our next topic, I want to tell you about our friend Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, 518-956-3753. I'd like to see Jared Lozier's face out on a plaque. If they win the best insurance agency in the capital region coming up, Northeastern Insurance, I want to see Jared Lozier honored somewhere, like a Monument Park plaque at Northeastern Insurance. What do you want, scare children? J-A-R- He's good at insurance and everything, but I don't know if we want you on a plaque of him. That's Ooh. his email, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Why do we love Jared? Because if in 2022, and whenever you're looking for this, if you want to save some cash, if you want to look through your policies this year and you're wondering, okay, am I spending too much maybe for my insurance policy, my small business, my home, my car, whatever it might be, let him shop the quotes for you. Find out. Wait a second. I can be saving how much money if I decide to switch to this? That's what Jared can do for you. How come when you Google yeah. him, every goal, every bald person ever called comes up? Mr. Clean, <laughs> Ben Diesel to rock, uh, Bruce Willis now. <laughs> Google Jared Lozier. Do that. L-O-Z-I-E-R. And watch what pops up. I, just, I mean, Great like, photos. <laughs> but like, on one hand, I'm kind of impressed that it, like the computer's just like, oh, the bald guy who sells insurance? Like Mr. Clean, it's pretty good. I don't hate that. 518-956-3753. That's his number, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Say, save money, question mark, free quote, are you bald? Whatever you want to title the email, LeVac and Gaz here from Gaz of the Media. We'd love to hear Jared's response to your email. Last three times I've hung out with Jared, I haven't hated it. Hey, it's there big, you go. Big, There's big the biggest win. endorsement you can get. Big, big Hang out with Jared Lowe's here. You won't hate it. You won't hate it. I mean, you might. It took me a while, but not, now I don't. Not as much. Uh, not as much as I hated the NBA All-Star Weekend. Crap. Oh. I loved watching Obi Toppin win. Um, the dunk contest itself sucked. It did. And, and look, the You want to do the so you want to do the good, the bad, the ugly? You want to yes. do it that way? All right, so the good and Having the big man, Carl Anthony Towns, win the three three point uh, the skill, yeah three point shootout. Yeah, he won the skills before, which he it's just him and Steph Curry who have ever done that to win uh, skills and three point shootout. So I thought that was great. That was aside from that, you could have thrown the whole thing away for me. When, that fun. when Carl Anthony Towns is listed as a participant, I'm like, just what are we doing? Why don't we have a big guy out there? Like, the I love skill, it. Yeah, it was yeah, great. He right. won. He was, the, he was the biggest underdog to win the whole thing. He went out and won the competition, and there were some really good shooters in that, as we know. Uh, you mentioned the skills comp. They changed the rules for this, too. I know in the yeah. past, Steph had won. They did this combination now that it was like the home team, which was the Cavaliers, the rookies, and the Antetokounmpo's. I didn't, I, you know me, I don't really like change. I was open to this change in the format. I thought it was kind of cool. That was okay. It was pretty that cool. That was okay. So, good the bad i guess i would make i guess i'm i guess i make that the bad just because the only good was carl anthony towns yeah that was the closest thing after that was was that you know what i'll add to the good i think the all-star game itself was good no it wasn't because lebron hits the shot in cleveland to win did you like the shack speech he gave about what it meant for the people that came above him the the nba's top 75 even though some people skipped out on it i thought the nice honoring of the legends was kind of cool Unique, the, best, the best way to watch the NBA All-Star game this year. Um, former intern, you hired her. She worked with me. Lauren DeMeo, she does um, she does cuts for Sports Center now. She's working in Bristol. Nice. Um, have her cut it down to two minutes or less. And that's then watch the All-Star game like that. That's two hours of your life you're never getting back. For like two, three good good things. Love again, Obi Toppin one of the same. I love that. I felt good for Obi. It was good to see the Knicks win something this year. Uh, but it, it, three point shootout, 
Skills was okay. So all right. So the good, Carl Anthony Towns three point three point shootout. The okay, uh, skills competition. The bad, the dunk contest. The ugly, the whole effing show. I mean, realistically, because <laughs> the game brought it all down. It was crap, poop. I was going to put just the dunk contest as the ugly by itself, because even though Obi Toppin won, even though you're excited. Even I can't, anytime a Nick wins something, I yeah. gotta, I've got to love that because it doesn't happen very often. So that's like, you know, I can't make it ugly. I know. I know. I'm aware of the dunk contest tweets and people going nuts. It's a too like lamest thing. The dunk contest isn't what it used to be. Like we get that take every single year or we get the the dunk contest is back. Like it's one of those two. Here's the other thing too, like the commentary of like Reggie Miller and Kenny Smith, and it's the same stuff for 20 years. And I don't know what they could do better. Like I saw some people ripping on Reggie Miller, like he needs this one in the three point shootout on the first rack. Like we got it, Reg. We got yeah. it. But like Kenny Smith, who's not really known as a dunker, breaking down why a dunk is cool. If you have to tell us, it's like a joke, right? If you have to tell us why the dunk is cool, maybe it wasn't. I think that you cool. just, I think you just gave me the the solution. You got to go. You got to go full ESPN on this thing. You got to have your normal broadcast, then you got to have like your Manning cast. But instead Ooh. of instead of Manning, give me like comedians, like give me Shane Gillis, um, Kevin Hart again. Kevin Hart, and I think Kevin Hart dominates that conversation. Like I think Shane Gillis just giggles like a pothead if he's in there with Kevin Hart. But yeah, Kevin Hart, whoever, like just give me a bunch of comedians in one, and then just your your boy Walton and everybody smoking pot in another one. And let me just bounce around and watch it narrated by different people. DJ Khaled. Another uh, one. Another one. Another yes. one. Oh, Get him out God. there doing it. Uh, here's the thing about the dunk contest. I will probably in uh, six months from now forget how many misses they had. But, man, it's a brutal watch. Yeah. Like, when yeah. guys are missing dunks, and I know the pressure's on, and, <laughs> and it is like a borderline national anthem situation where they're like, uh, you tell people like nobody's listening, you'll be fine. No, no, everybody in the arena is watching the person who does the national anthem. At least the people who play the sport, whatever it might be. If you make a mistake, that's a part of it. Right. Everyone's gonna remember. God, that anthem was terrible. That's a dunk contest. If you miss a dunk, like no. God, this is awful to watch. Right. That's what I, I'll forget how many dunks they missed. But God, it's brutal when it's happening. Also, can you imagine being there for that, where you're just like sitting there waiting, 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 miss dunk, wait, wait, wait. Okay, dunk. Wait, wait, miss dunk. Like you're just sitting there pretending you care. That would, oh, it would drive me. It would drive me absolutely insane. And even like, let's say the person tries the dunk four times in a row. By the time they get it, you're not even as excited anymore. You're just like, okay, good, you got it. That oh, you did a 360 through the legs. Oh, at least now you got. Like it just demeans the dunk. And I, look, that's easy for me to say watching it, but that's like what it is. Like I've seen you throw down on record ah. like hoop. I've seen you just do do thunder damage on that thing. We need, uh, you know, this is another tired take, but I would love to see Zion. I would love to see John Moran. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I know but it's I'm not saying you're not going to get that no. back. That's why I'm saying let the entertainment come from someone else. Yep. Or or is this this one of the few rare examples of pre-recorded, edit it down, just show me the good shit. Ooh. Like this might be one that this might be the one. Edit it down, just show me the good shit. Wow, that is an interesting take that I'm kind of with. Because if we... I had to be right about something. I, no, I love this because guess, guess what? We could go on YouTube, like you mentioned Lauren, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, You can watch the best. If you had the best of dunks, you know, from the last 20 years, and you put some on, nobody would know how many dunks they missed. No. Wow. And you could do it. I mean, you could say, here, here's the on-cut. Here's just the, the competitive dunks. And enjoy. 
and let the fans vote at home. There you go. That's I don't hate that either. Contest. I don't hate that either. Get Which crazy. Did you like the best? Get crazy. That's what I'm talking about. Levac and guys, don't let the surroundings fool you. We're here at the Empire offices at MVP Arena, but it is a Tech East Tuesday. It's a Field of Love February. Like Tech East Facebook page. Comment on this post, and you'll be in the running to win yourself a pair of flex tickets to an upcoming home Albany Empire game. Um, Doc Frederick. I've been sleeping. You, have you? Did you? Mm. You haven't gone yet, have you? I have not. You? Do you snore? Does the missus throw the elbows? Yeah, she claims I snore. She claims. I've never heard it. I'm, that's what. That's the way I was, guys. <laughs> you know what I You have such an energy level. I don't. I bet you snore, but don't have sleep apnea. You should get tested though. Do the at-home sleep study. It's All easy. Right. Send you home a little lunchbox-looking thing. You take it out, put it around the chest. You're sleeping. You get up, put it in the box, drop it back off. They do the readings for you, and then you know. I had severe sleep apnea. My cousin, severe sleep apnea. Mouthpiece, not a mask, no hoses, no wires, no nothing. Plus, you get to see the great people at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher, Lorianne, the crew, Dr. Dreher, the whole team. Amazing, great people. But the mouthpiece is the key. I know um, I have so many friends who <laughs> get this. The, they try the mask, the CPAP. And if it again, if it works, great for you. They hate it. They stop using it. Then they can tell through the machine whether you're using it or not. And then they yell at you for not using it. The only reason that Doc Dreer and the crew would know that I didn't use the the mouthpiece is if I came back home, it didn't work. Because they'd be like, well, that's it. You're the one. (laughs) Because it works. I mean, everybody I know who's done it loves it. Dr. Fred Dreer, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot. It's a mouthpiece custom made for you fit for you so it's comfortable can't wait to go back in when i get my new toofy and get mine adjusted because i'll have a full mouth of teeth and i'll be sleeping great i'm taking over the world kids thanks to doc fred Dreer and the integrative sleep center in balsa spa 518-885-6185 that's 518-885-6185 can't wait and so one of these days i'm drunk and get arrested and i tell them that's my phone number uh because <laughs> i know it better than i know my own <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your pal Jawan Howard? I say pal because you are a Michigan basketball hey, fan. I kind of do. You about this Do you want to? I would like to hear you explain what had what had happened. All right, so I'm watching this game live, and full disclosure, I turned it off with 20 seconds to go because it was over. Wisconsin was over. It was done, and I go to my phone. I'm like, uh, Jawan Howard got in a fight. I was just watching this game. <laughs> Hit the old DVR uh, backwards. I flip it through. Our guy, shout out to the Capital Region Zone, Andrew Catalan. Great job on the whole breakdown of what happened. So, uh, Wisconsin's up 15. They're actually pretty good. But mm-hmm. Michigan is pressing with mm-hmm. under a minute to go. Now, I don't know what 15-point play Jawad Howard thinks he's going to draw up here with a minute to go. But nonetheless, he is pressing. He's pressing with under 30 seconds to go. Wisconsin calls a T.O. They call a timeout. They want to break the press because they're struggling. Jawan Howard is pissed. He's like, are you seriously calling a timeout here? Up 13. So the handshake line happens. Jawan Howard conveniently is not in the front of the handshake line. He moves his way back. He and the Wisconsin coach get into it. Uh, Now, if you watch the video, the Wisconsin coach does grab Jawan Howard first. Yes. They're having a back and forth with one another. And then the Wisconsin assistant coach comes running in like he's the ultimate warrior, like just getting in the guy's face. Yeah, because it's between it's between Howard and Guard. Yep, Howard and Guard. And then this guy decides he's going to pop off, and again he pops off against the one coach who has the wingspan to catch him, and he gets him. Um, and, and by the way, it's not a punch. That is no. a, a smush. Is it's what's it's not right. Used. It's not right. What it was is wrong. But 
two two things that I found the most intriguing about this, right? Number one, when they asked Juwan Howard afterwards, like you're mad about the timeout, but you're press. No, it's five man pressure defense. Wait a minute. <laughs> so what's press? What's the full court press? Is that five man pressure defense? Just like, the name right, right, right. Like you blitzed. No, we just went after the quarterback with an extra guy. <laughs> like, um, so I love that, but I do think it's funny. Like the first time you see the videos, it looks like Howard loses it from the rip. It looks like he starts with guard and the whole nine. When you actually see the video take place, he 100% looks at guard and said, I'm not going to forget that. I'm going to remember that. And guard then goes back and starts like getting handsy yeah. with, with Howard. And it's like, at that point, Howard contains himself. So like, should Howard be suspended? hundred percent. Should guard be suspended? A hundred percent. Like, you can't put your hands on another coach. You got to be, again, you got to be above that stuff. But watch, watch what happens with Michigan now. Watch them actually start playing with a little more, a little more fire, a little more thunder. Almost like when a when a coach gets kicked out of a game, you know, two technicals or whatever. Like something's gonna happen. I, I feel, I feel like Howard is getting all the blame, and he he he's not right. I'm a Michigan fan. Full disclosure. Guard's got to get some of that blame, too. Yes, totally with you. I know he just got fined. He did not get suspended while Juwan Howard is suspended for the rest of the regular season. The biggest thing is when Juwan Howard opens up his hand, goes for the assistant. Now, I've heard some reports coming there locally in Michigan that he was trying to grab a play. No, he was no, not trying to no, grab a player no. out of the fight. That's, no, not a, that's no. too local of a report there out of Ann Arbor yeah. that he's trying to grab. So stop it. If Juwan Howard's hand or fist or whatever does not go over the top at six foot eleven or seven foot whatever he is and strike somebody, yeah. this is not a huge deal. It's just a coach and another coach getting each other's face right. back Get and after forth, it. and it's not going viral and everything else. The Big Ten did make the right decision on suspending Juwan Howard for the rest of the regular season. Thank yeah. God, five they, games. Yep. Thank God they don't listen to the internet because everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's oh. a fireable offense. He's done. He's this. He's that." Now, when you and I were texting about this game. Without the details of seeing the slowed down replay right. of guard and hearing the context, initially it looked awful. It looked Yo, like oh, my Howard first, my first reply to you was he gone? Yeah, and I wasn't like I wasn't sure if he was fired or you know subpar season compared to what you were hoping. As always at Michigan, everybody thinks Michigan should win all the time. I know I'm one of those people. Um, and, and what you see at first, you think he, he might get canned. He might actually he might actually lose his gig over this. But when you do see it all and you slow down, yeah. Suspension is is right. Five might be a, a hair steep. Yeah, maybe a three game, two three game, maybe when you really see it all. But you're right. Like every every time somebody screws up, now fire them, fire them, fire them, fire them right away. Can you dude, imagine your job? Obviously, you can't put your hands on people at your job. But if you did something compensatory to this is a physical career. Physical things sometimes happen. It sucks. It does happen. You got to be punished for it. Can't can't be can't be left unattended. But like, if people got if 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 we all lived under that scrutiny, oh my god, how many times? I mean, we kind of did live under that scrutiny for a long time. But I, no one, I, no one ever with a real reason wanted me fired. Like like the people just didn't like me. There was um there was one guy who was like always trying to make me a racist, and like I, I I dude you know I think everyone's racist if you're being perfectly honest at some level. But like I don't. I try not to let that cloud my judgment in any way. Like, it, it, can I tell you 100% certainty? I've never looked at someone and gone, yeah, I don't know about 
about you? And it's like, wait, why don't you know about that person? Oh, because they don't look like me. Oh, maybe, maybe I have. But like never have I been in a position where I've had that. Can you imagine just that's your life? Every day at work, someone's watching, someone's watching. Someone's like, oh, that dude didn't wash his hands right away. Fire him, fire him. Like that's that's, that's what it. that's what it is. And you know what to add to your thing, most of it becomes political now because when we had to do the conversations about Kaepernick or sports, yeah. it, that's when it's like, you don't agree with me politically. Right, Get right, right. That was, yeah, that might be the, that might be the closest, but I think a lot of people realize too, like for me, that was a flag thing. That wasn't, that was a red, white, and blue color thing. That wasn't a black and white color thing. Yeah. And like, look, guys like Ryan Clark went to Twitter and suggested it had to do with the race with Juwan Howard. And just to, to do this whole twist about like social media, we both love Annie Agar. She's, People are trying to cancel her today oh my God. because of What's the Jacksonville Jaguar stuff. She took a shot at Eli Apple and the Jags. And people are like, look at this tweet she had when she was 15. That was a joke oh. about Mexico. Like, they're not yeah. even bad. Tw- like, she's being a comedian. Like, relax. Right. Like, so that's what happens on social media. But uh, Juwan Howard should not have thrown the punch. That's nope, pretty obvious. Right. Got to be punished. Let, let me ask this other question, too, because this is what I've really thought about. But I hate instigators days. getting away with it, too, though. Guard instigated that, too. He did. Do I love Donovan Sebastian. Yeah. Like Mama said, don't put your hands on people. Shout out to Donovan, man. Donovan, she's yeah. wise, wise woman, your mama. Shout out to Donovan. Uh, time to get rid of the handshake line, like post-COVID no. world. Why? I that's a, like, that's it, something has to tie us back into good sportsmanship. Some like I like my my favorite is too like the why do we even play the national anthem? We because it's a it's a great moment. It reminds us like why why we get to do these things like. Like these people want to cancel everything. Like now you're just canceling things. Like, uh, should we cancel the handshake? That's like, hey, we fought hard against each other. It's over now. You're you're a person. I'm a person. Good luck on your next game, unless it's against me. Or hey, screw you very much. Screw you very much. <laughs> like yeah. you know, just diffuse the situation a little bit. I think I, at the professional level, it's fine. They don't have to get in line like their kids anymore. But when you are representing a city, a university, a college, a high school. I believe, I hope this is what's taught still. That is supposed to be a sign of who you are as that school in that college and that university. Like, hey, we as representatives of Michigan, this is how we carry ourselves. Right. And we as representative, whatever, Colony High School, Salve High School, like this is what people from our area do. And that's supposed to be a representation of that area, which is really cool. I don't think people have that perspective when they're going through the line like they lost or whatever. Right, right. But that's really what it should be. So yeah, I, I thought about that just because. To eliminate a problem, you could well, you know, somebody wants cause. it. Somebody's right. asking, but it. I, I'm okay with that. Keep the keep the handshake line. If you're not mature enough to handle it, that's a reflection on your college and university. I didn't see the Annie Agar thing, but I saw the, the 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 photographer who fell off the stage. We talked about this over Saturday. Who she fractured her spine. People dug back to like 2013, 2014 when she she posted like I don't remember what the tweets were. They weren't good. They weren't good. But it's like you. This woman falls off a stage and breaks her back, and people go, I know she must have tweeted something at some point. How many tweets do you dig through to get back seven, eight years, ten years to find just crappy stuff? What what did Annie Agar even tweet? Uh, I actually got them up right here for you. Okay. okay. And again, we're going back to 2014. She's probably like 15 years old. Right. Uh, what is it? I'll read them. I don't know much about Seattle, but based on Richard Sherman, I bet they're going to legalize marijuana. Okay. Well, how's that? I don't even know. The, the... I, it used to be you couldn't drink the water in Mexico. Now the cars are made in Flint, not the other way around. By the way, a lot of these have quotes. Yeah. So she's like quoting someone else. This is from April 17, 2013. If you strained your hat out, Felix Hernandez, you'd see the strike zone better. This is baseball, not the hood. 
I mean, that's a little, but it's still, it's not bad. Oh, uh, this might be bad. This might be bad. I saw, uh, I yeah, see, you know what? I We're just, not going to touch that one. <laughs> I just saw those Kenyans. That's yeah, all yeah, I yeah, saw. Right. Yeah, but still, like. But again, look. yeah, you don't think she's grown at all as a person since 2013? Kelly in Vegas has happened with her. That's why she didn't get an ESPN. I don't care for her. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kelly, what is it? Which one is uh, Megan, Megan, Megan making money? money. She yeah. annoys me a lot. She also annoys me because I keep losing. Well, plays. she's one of, like, like, Kelly in Vegas is just like, I have plays. I'll tell you my plays. Where Megan making money, I think, is more of a, did you hear me? Did you see me? I'm here. Did you? I'm here. Did you notice? I'm here. I'm whoa, here. Whoa. It's like, oh, my God. Yes, I can hear. No one can miss you. You're all right. Um College so that's it. Yeah, college that's basketball it. got it right. With Sean yeah. Howard and uh, yeah, keep the layup line. I mean, you know, and the, yeah. and the handshake line and the free throw line, and, and whatever else. You know, know. just do lines. lines. What? Um... <laughs> Mohawk Honda 2022 <laughs> pilot. Two lines no, don't do that. We'll cut that out on the audio side. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll leave it. Fine. 2022. <laughs> that's a year. And you want a new vehicle. The place to go is Glenville, New York. Look at us both rocking 2022. Thanks to the Mohawk family. You listening right now, you can join that club if you want just by going to Glenville, New York. Shout out to everybody over there from Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Lindsey Harrington. We could run through the list of the people. I have not seen Love John it. in service yet with my new vehicle. That is a win for me. How, how many days have you had it? Like a week and a half? Two weeks? <sighs> Almost 10 days. So there yeah. you go, John. So you'll see him Count soon, John. On. John, you'll see him soon. Like the old sub shop. X amount of days. Gaz has not showed up to service yet. But it's your time. I love that you didn't say Gaz hasn't wrecked his vehicle. Just that you haven't showed up to service yet. Because we both know you probably hit something by now. No, no, I really haven't. That's how good the EXL is. They tell me. I'm pretty sure. No, it wouldn't. Uh, the Honda vehicles inventory. That's what you're looking for. It's in stock right there. Just ask about it. Stop over Glenville. You and I, by the way, March 10th, we'll be back live at Mohawk Honda. We got some real I'm cool Mohawk things Honda. planned for that show coming up. Mohawk Honda, new vehicles, people that you can trust during the car buying experience. We know so many people. We like hanging out with these guys because they're great people. You want that. Mohawk Honda, Glenville, New York. Get a new ride. 2022 Levac's in one. I'm in one. Do the same for yourself. Levac and Gaz. They told me I need a new car. Give it to me, Mohawk Honda, right now or else. Walk in the doors and say that. See how it goes. Mohawk Honda, think, they always go out of their way to please you. If you do it that way, just make when you get through the doors, immediate right, Brian McKenna, give me a new car right now. That's the guy who likes that kind of approach. Um, <laughs> I had a... Um, I had, I'm going to call this a gauze moment in my 2022 Silverado Z71 RST pickup. Yeah, okay. um, I was, uh, I was, I was, I, I turned a corner and it stopped for a light. So I was a little bit of an angle and I was, I think my, my passenger side front tire must've been sitting in like a, a pothole or whatever. This is, this all comes together. So my truck shuts off when it idles. So it shuts off. Car pulls out behind me. As it's pulling out behind me, it's time for me to move. Foot off the brake onto the gas. Engine kicks. Truck pops out of the pothole. I'm convinced the car behind me hit me. Oh, because that's how far. That's how fast. Right. I Just with that perfect scenario, I jerk forward. Um, they didn't. They didn't. Luckily, I just I pulled up and pulled over and checked it before I started flagging them down um in their whatever the hell they were driving uh yeah so i i almost got into like a full-blown male karen moment over not getting hit because <laughs> i love my, i love my truck like i love my truck i've never bought a red vehicle for myself before and i love like yeah, i walked in andy gelch was like remember how you're telling me that because you're at tech east and mitigation drives black construction drives white and then you know because you're media at tech east fire and water restoration you want to drive red 
I'm like, yeah. He goes, what about that? I go, now you're just being cruel because there's no way I can drive that truck. That's amazing. He goes, don't say never until we sit down and do the numbers. We did. Not like a month later, my kids get in the same colored car too. And it's just, it's the, the beauty of it is when you sit down and talk to like Andy Gelcher and, and, and Katie and everybody over Mohawk Chevrolet for me, Mohawk Honda for you. They'll be honest with you. Like, Hey, I want to get a used car for my kid. It's not worth it. Not right now. Get the new one. Do this. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy Davis. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that's, that's why that was my Mohawk story. Right, right there. I like it, man. I Very good. Get, I didn't get hit, but I thought I got hit. I thought I thought something hopped up my undercarriage. Um, <laughs> Q and A to end the day. Uh, before we get to Q and A to end the day, real quick, can you should we talk about the movie interview we did yesterday? Oh, with Ryan McCarthy. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so during the day before, Ryan McCarthy hits a few of us up and says, "Would you guys be willing to come on my podcast with friends of Ryan?" That's right, friends of Ryan. No credentials required. It's out now. Um, and, and do your top five sports movies. I instantly said, no, I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I, I don't want to spend time with people. Uh, I hate everyone. Um, and then somehow click the link, ended up in this thing. And as you know, I, it's hard. I can't do a top five. I just can't. Cause I love movies too much. So, but any, any top five list for me is the number one and pretty much only criteria is if this thing shows up on TV, can I walk away from it? Um, or if someone mentions the movie, do I have the immediate urge to go home and pull it up on, you know, prime or whatever? So that's where my top five comes from. You guys are like breaking down lists and criteria and why it should happen in this one and that one. And I found that you all got them wrong. I found, I found that all, almost all your movies are wrong. Uh, I, I want to call it, it was a bit, but maybe it wasn't a planned bit, but at some point in this, oh. as Levac has explained to you now, put yourself in Levac's shoes, right? Classic top five sports movie. Thing. And Levesque's yeah. probably heard this basically conversation. Mount Rushmore plus one. Right. He's heard this conversation a hundred times. And somewhere in Levesque's mind, he goes, Oh, they're not ready for what I'm about to do. So Levesque starts, and this is worth listening to. He decides to make the Tooth Fairy with the Rock the number one sports movie of all time. Now, I don't I don't want to break really character. I want to play into the bit here to just drive Ryan insane. I just want to be stone faced, like nod like this, like Levesque, and let let Levesque go. Because Ryan's a nice guy. He might be like, you know what? Maybe LeVac's being serious. So that's my new thing I want to do. When people ask you and I to do podcast hits together, uh, our guys over at the Trivia Podcast they actually just posted one of our videos of, of Cheeks uh, <laughs> Cheeks Richard is out. If you Google LeVac and Gaz on YouTube and watch the Cheeks Richard video from Trivia. So I think that's what we have I to was do. also drunk for that one, too, <laughs> just so we're clear. You and I, if we ever do podcast hits together, we just have to have a bit going. Where we want to see how long it can go. I failed. I was out in about 30 seconds. I could not <laughs> stop laughing at LeVac. But that's a new thing. We just have to get with each other. It's like, how long can well, this nonsense it's go almost, on before it's they shut better, us down? It's better if you don't. See, like, let's be let's be honest. I don't know what I'm going to say. So I can't always prep you. Like, Because I did. I was like, listen, I love the movie 61. It's one of the greatest movies. Caddyshack is on my life. Boom, 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 boom. My number one sports movie is anything with the rock. Number one, the truth, tooth fairy, but then also gridiron gang. Uh, you know, I go through them like right. I, I just start listing Story off rock. King stuck yeah, in there. I start listing off movie. rock movies. I'm like the rundown, phenomenal movie. Um, and the guy, so there's a guy from a racing podcast. He's on the thing, and you just see his face change from like, yeah, that makes it. Yeah, what the f- is wrong with this guy? And and the, the I, I, spoiler alert: if you are gonna watch it. Which don't it's Ryan, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> <a> Ryan. <laughs> he drinks ayahuasca tea, it's a thing. Um, 
And they, Ryan goes, well, is there an awful movie? And I'm like, yeah, Field of Dreams. Terrible, terrible effing movie. <laughs> and you would have thought I ripped this Matt guy's soul out. He's like, oh, what kind of evil bastard hates Field of Dreams? This one. This one does. I hate it. Field of Dreams, worst movie ever. It's not just the worst sports movie. It's just a bad, like, it's so overrated. It's so crappy. The amount of people who probably tried to build baseball diamonds in their freaking yards after that just to, like, oh, is dad going to come play catch with me? No, he went to get smokes 20 years ago. He's not coming back. <laughs> Mom got fat, and you cry too much, so he's out. That's why. Empty Jeff Levac on Twitter, by the That's way. Levac on Instagram. By the way, this would be, like, very on brand for my dad to write in. Wasn't in any of these films. He's on yeah. vacation right now, so that's why he's missing his great opportunities. Are you sure? He didn't go get smokes, did he? I don't think he got smokes. Uh -oh. may never we, see him again. Before we get to Q&A and the day, we got a lot of cool comments coming in here. I want to tell you about our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Heard of them. The winner is slowly, maybe, possibly, disappearing. Uh, I took a okay. shot at them in that podcast, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yes, yeah, so Tom can go listen to that. 518-272-5922. That's their number. 518-272-5922. Put that in your phone because if you're having issues with your furnace, your boiler, you need somebody to call to figure it out and go through it. Those are the people. Why don't I just go Australian right there? Those oh, are the people. Oh, John Goodman Furnace is two percent off. If you just say, I want a John Goodman Furnace, I want to upgrade. Johnstone Supply and Troy will give you two percent off. The show is almost bad enough for Ozzy Man to actually like to do it to narrate it. So maybe we'll get. That's what we need. We need to be so crappy that Ozzy Man comes in and just like is my face, and these guys suck. Five one eight two seven two five nine two two Sixth Avenue and Troy. If you maybe you got some time off, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you work in the school system, you got that winter break going on. Get into Johnstone Supply and Troy. Say I need stuff to do to stay busy for this winter break. They have competitive prices for those winter projects. Sixth Avenue and Troy, Johnson Supply and Troy. Check them out on Facebook as well. Tom does a great job updating all that stuff. George, Kev, James, Rob, the whole crew over there. Kevin James? Not Kevin James, just Kev oh. and then a James. Somehow they're listed back to back. Johnstone Supply and Troy, Furnace Spoilers, Winter Projects. That's your spot. Sixth Avenue, Troy. Kevin James. Kevin James. I'll be there. It's like Corey. Hi, guys. I know you've missed me. Um, yeah, but my aim is getting better. Uh, I had a long tease for one of the Q&A end days over here. Uh, this is Vidra. Vidra Jane. We just talked about that Ryan podcast. Yeah. For whatever reason, on social media, they wrote to us, is it a crime to feed these innocent animals? What? And it was about cows. I don't know if that's a weight joke at you, me, and Ryan, but someone is very upset that they're not feeding the innocent cows. Huh. What the hell happened? That's that that's a, farm animal reference from a, earlier in the a, podcast. A status jack is what that is. That's a, like when I used to work at GNA, you'd be like, oh, God, I had the greatest day. We did. We went to this. We went to the great escape. We did this. Wish I could go to the great escape. I chewed my own leg off once. What? How did you? Why would you do that? Uh, Bill and one other one for the weekend. Bill wants to know. Bill, I think a little quick on this one. Wow. LeVac called the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Is LeVac ready to pick the Rams to repeat next season? For, uh, no. No, it's February twenty second, no. Bill. Give him a break. No, uh, my early lean for this year's Super Bowl is too early, Levac. Too early. I said early lean. Okay, it's a lean. It's not even a full pick. It's just like you know, like I'm just going. I'm leaning into. I'm leaning, leaning into uh, early pick to win the Super Bowl. The Washington Commanders. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, for real. I don't, I, I think they could. They I laughed because I forgot their name was the Commanders. I yeah. totally forgot. No, I, I don't. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they'll be a playoff team. Okay. I do think they'll be a playoff team. Uh, football on the no. Uh, how many returning players we back with the Albany Empire? I think we're at five. 
five or six. That's a, that's, you know, again, I don't do, Ooh. I do not do the roster. We got one from that. Texas coming in here from Ooh. Central Texas. Our guy, Paul Catalina. You remember him from our yeah. radio spots. Paul oh. wrote in about Paul O'Neill. When someone needed two home runs hit, who did Kramer go to? Case closed. It's a true story. It's a true story. Not just for Seinfeld. That's a, that's a, that's a real thing that happened. I know you take heat for your field of dreams tank. Yeah. I've tried Seinfeld. I, I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like it's not good. I don't think it's funny. I, maybe I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm before Seinfeld. And some people say that ruined Seinfeld because it's just a different, more updated version of Seinfeld. I've tried Seinfeld. I can't do it. Like, I, I, maybe it's, I don't know. It's you know what? You know what hurts? Uh, are you, this is something that's wrong with me, but I feel like it's kind of right with me. If somebody's really good as a character in another show or movie, sometimes I will stay happy or angry with them no matter what their next character is. So like Jason Alexander is such a total prick in Shallow Hal that I just can't I can't I can't handle him. I can't handle Ooh. him. I just don't he's so good at being a prick. You know what? I can't let it go. Maybe it's physically like uh one of the great examples of all time is Brian Cranston going from the dad and Malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. to Walter White. Um I'm going to say no just cuz I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but maybe I've done it I haven't even realized it. Mm. All right. How about this from uh, from Corey from Greenwich? He, he's got like 60 in here. I'm not going to give you all of them. He's going to do a Gaz question. Remember when we used to do Monday Mirage? He still doesn't spell right. Uh, Real Mirage, will there be baseball or will baseball start on time? Um, there will be baseball. Uh, and it will start a week late. There, and the Washington Commanders will win the World Series. There will be baseball. I would say you're more likely to get it in the summer. So June, first week of June, I'll give you. All right. All right. You got you want to do one? I do. I got right. uh, Q&A in the day. LeVac guys, Techies Tuesday, live at MVP Arena. I got Tom wrote in, do you guys see the USFL lasting more than five years? Oh, I saw that. I was going to do that one too. Oh, okay. um, more than five. Five. So I like that number. I like that number from Tom. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I think, I think you're, I think you're really, really excited if you get to three. I think you're really excited if you get to three because not only are you are you an upstart league who's playing all your games in Alabama, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, if you will, you now are going to have the XFL who is in bed with the NFL. And you're competing with, as much as arena football is a lower level because this is outdoor, arena's indoor, you're competing with a lot of arena football leagues who these guys, some of these guys don't even have to travel to go play for. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think... They're part, they're talking about forty five thousand per guy and all this other stuff. I don't think they can afford it. I think all that's spot on. Uh, we've got too many examples of leagues failing rather than succeeding. And by failing, I mean losing money and just not working out. I mean, you can run through the list of it. I don't know what the. And I'm talking like major networks: Fox, CBS, ESPN. These major cable networks are just hoping they get a small cut of football, and they think if we get twenty percent, I don't know. We'll say 20%. If we get 20% of a football audience, that is still going to make far more money than if we played a replay of Seinfeld or like any other like comedy, drama, paid programming. Their thought process is if it's football, it's better than any other alternative program we're going to air. But the leagues have to make money. I think the cable networks want that success, obviously. But the profit is how much are you going to invest in a business and how much are you going to actually make? That's as simple as it is. So I would also go under five and I don't like rooting for businesses to fail. And I know someone's probably going to laugh at that comment. Levesque's looking at me because I had such an issue with the Alliance American Football League. And, and the XFL. XFL. Yeah. And, and you were totally. I wasn't the rooting XFL. for them to fail. I just. You were rooting I, for them never to kick off. No, no. Well, 
You you bet me that they would never kick off. Here's and then you had to be the host of uh, one of our friends, uh, Dave from Ride Premier, yeah. RidePremier.com, Premier Buses, down to the down to MetLife for the game. You in this goofy ass uniform, and me writing, our friend Jamal writing what you have to say into the speaker because you <laughs> lost. Here's what I'll tell you about the kickoff of the XML. I did not believe it was going to happen. Was I rooting for people to lose their job? No, none of that. But at one point, was I hoping that I was right? Yes. So twist that how you want to twist that. Jawan Howard would say, I'm playing just a press defense. Hold on a second. Yeah. Ryan McCarthy. Appreciate the plug. If you excuse me, I'm going to enjoy my edibles with some ayahuasca tea. First of all, he knows how to spell ayahuasca. That's a big deal. Um, I would have said that's not true because he's such a like down earth dude. But his next is he when he went to Cooperstown with Mike James and he told the McDonald's drive through guy that Mike was so hungry he ate his leg. <laughs> Mike had, had to have his leg cut off. The, like Ryan's sense of dark humor, I did not know he had. He, I, I now respect him on a higher level, and I do believe he is drinking ayahuasca tea. Good I do believe God. it. I believe it one hundred percent now. Oh my that's, God! The Mike that's... James leg show. <laughs> yeah with mike no, in the car no, no less like good for you if you're gonna do it you gotta do it when the dude can hear you you know what i mean you can't yes. you can't play around uh i've only got one other one here that i really am fascinated by okay. is this gonna happen more often than we realize we had uh our you know Chantel, yeah who uh, yep. i think you're working with she yep. tagged us in a bunch of other media members yeah in this strange thing that happened with catskill and Cahos about warming up before games i gotta be honest i looked at it for like a second so if that was the goal of that congratulations <laughs> but i don't know if i'm a fan and this i like Chantel. i don't know if i'm a fan of random problem on sports that like let's get the media to go get up like remember, this, <sighs> remember the kid this was in the bucks won the championship championship we had somebody from that high school tagged every single person who worked locally in media to report on a kid in the yearbook saying in 2021 the Bucks would win the championship. I didn't bite. I don't know what happened to. <laughs> so if someone's got a story about this I, Catskill Cohos, I can tell you. I can, tell you, I can okay. tell you what happened. So Catskill is, is a very very good team this year. Cohos is a good team, but not gonna not gonna be doing nearly the, the distance that that Catskill is gonna do. They're they're just not as good as Catskill. Um, the rule in section two for the home team is you cannot warm up on your court. The two hours prior to the game. This is basketball. We're yes, okay. correct. Um, upon arriving, Cohoes noticed that Catskill was still on the court when they were not supposed to be. Uh, Albany Academy just broke a rule. I don't know the whole background of that. They were forced to forfeit a game. Whoa. So everyone at Cohoes was kind of like, well, hold on a second. Why isn't Catskill being forced to forfeit this game when they're breaking a rule? And if I'm not mistaken, their head coach is on the committee who makes these rules for Section 2. Ah. So basically what it comes down to is the coach was like, I don't know the rule. Did he not know the rule, or did he think you wouldn't know the rule, and should they have been punished? They received a warning from Section 2. That's that's where we're at. Ooh, okay. So it's, it's one of those things like if you're if you're Cohoes, do you want the win based on based on these guys being forced to forfeit? If you're section two, or you're looking at Catskill and going, this is a team that could actually go make some noise and maybe even win states. I'm not going to screw with it. It's a very, it's a, it's a very politically based, charged high school argument. All right, I'm glad you set that up that way. I'm glad you look at me. It. I did, I did homeworks. That was great because Chantel taught me the things. She's oh, nice. Okay, she's very smart. Because when I first heard that, I'm like, come on. Like if you're an underdog and you maybe yeah. like talent wise are getting out 
played by this team. Don't complain about the smallest thing because you lost. But hearing that connection to the rules committee yeah. and someone trying to bend it a little bit, all right, all right. right, I like a little juice in the controversy. But let's be let's be real. If you're Section 2, the last thing you want to do in the world is hurt a team that has a chance to go make a run for you and make a Section 2 team yep. win, the, win states. So it's it's the worst part about it is Section 2 kind of has – a reputation of, of flubbing these kind of things, and they may very well have done it again. That's the down part. But I'm going to root for Catskill, just like I root, I would root for Coes if they were the ones who moved on. That's what I'll do. Section two. Section two's day. I remember that. Oh, ah, look at ah. that. We did it. There Man, it is. We brought it all back circle. around. Full circle. On a Tuesday. A Tech East Tuesday. Section Tuesday. Two, 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 two. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, you guys, all you guys freaking out about this. February 22nd, 2022. So two, 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 or whatever the hell it is. Do you know that when you posted it, that you left the two out? Did I? Yeah. So I went back and fixed it because you did two, two, 22. I went back and made it two, 22, 22. I've had four spelling errors today. I deleted two <laughs> tweets before the show. I'm struggling with typing today. That doesn't matter because I deleted it and no one will ever find it. Like we learned today. If you have old tweets, no one's going to dig up and find them. Uh, sorry, true. my guy, Ryan, who uh, he, he left his key here. Oh, he did. Yeah. Your, guy, <laughs> your guy left his key, huh? Where is he out there? Um, All right. Well, yeah, uh, I got Oh uh, yeah, we gotta go let him in. All right, let go him let him in. in. That's, that's be... his. Yeah, here's a question from Ryan. Will you let me in the damn office, asshole? Um, <laughs> Saturday yeah. morning again is our plan because we got a bunch of shows coming up in is March. It? I believe we're gonna be posting Saturday morning. You and I will be potentially are going we... tape again on Friday night. Gonna, so we're gonna. Can we tape like someplace with beer? Is that right, a thing? Figure that out. Or actually, I can just drink at my house. I don't really care. Uh, all right, instant cam, real quick. One last question. Where do I think Freddie Freeman will end up? Um, he's a free man. He'll go where he wants. That's that's all I got for you. Uh, all right, uh, <laughs> Saturday you'll see something or hear something or whatever. Everybody have a great uh, great week. Make sure you get your season tickets for the Albany Empire. Five one eight seven one four twenty two hundred. Essentially one hundred one or one hundred five. We'll answer either one. We don't care. Uh, listen, little advice for you guys: don't invite me on your podcast unless you love love being mocked because that's all you gonna get.